All right, pleased to welcome in this morning, 10.05, welcome into the studio here this morning. He is the uh, Certified Financial Planner Professional, Managing Director at Coal Investment Group, and also the uh, Senior Financial Advisor, Raymond James Financial Services. Been working uh, in the financial industry for 15 years, involved with the um, Financial Planning Association of Wisconsin, also a member of the Society of Financial Service Professionals, board member of the Young Presidents Organization of Wisconsin, and um, goes on and on much more. Joining us here live in the studio, Aaron Cole. Aaron, good to see you. Good to see you too. Thanks for having me back. Fantastic. You ever been uh, traveled uh, to portions of the southeast part of our country, like uh, uh, North Carolina and South Carolina, Georgia, and those areas yet? Yeah, I've been. You've know, been there. It's been quite a while for some of them, but. Yeah. Uh, I have been to some of those areas. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful parts of our country, kind of like uh, Door County, right? Yeah. I mean, on the water there, too. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. some uh, beautiful. I've been to Myrtle Beach. Oh, have you? See, I've never been to Myrtle Beach. I want to go there and see that. Do you recommend it? Senior year of high school, I think we went. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Um, just, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, highly recommend it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, can't wait, wait, can't wait to uh, get down to see it. I've been to Savannah and kind of seen that along the coast. Beautiful uh, southern uh, community there too. But uh, never have never seen that from uh, at least you talked about the meteorologist Delmarva Peninsula, Norfolk, uh, all the way down uh, through to Myrtle Beach and kind of in that area there too. It's um, part of the country that I'd like to uh, definitely Hilton Head, I think, kind of in that area, oh, Myrtle okay. Beach, sort of there too. So Del Boca Vista, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> so how is the family? How are the how are the how's the new addition to the family? The, New additions doing well. She's uh, sleeping well and wow, happy baby. Ella May. Ella May. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, she's, you know, uh, 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 you know, kind of joke. She's she's my only kid that hasn't talked back to me yet. So. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so she's my favorite. Yeah. Give her give, <laughs> give her time. Right. Right. Yeah. I know. Once once they learn that word, no. Right. Yeah. All bets are off. Yeah. That's right. Well, anyway, um, the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, the, the Kowal Way is your website. Uh, people want to jump on there and get uh, information. It's spelled K-O-W-A-L. And a phone number, 262-522-4040. And then you're also on Twitter and LinkedIn to give us those contacts, information, would you? Yeah, Twitter, it's at <coughs> Kowal, uh, at K-O-W-A-L underscore invest. Uh, on Twitter, and then uh, also you know, find us on Facebook, Kowal Investment Group, and then uh, on, on LinkedIn as well. Uh, connect with our company. We put out a lot of stuff, and we're going to be rolling out a lot more stuff on, on LinkedIn. Uh, and so connect with me personally and uh, with our company. You know, those um, some of the social media pieces have gone from just having your name on there just to be there, but to and also doing more things on there, right? I mean, they've yeah know, expanded some of it's like full time i mean yeah. you know i i remember years ago uh you know a good uh, you know a friend of mine uh, mike smith he does a lot with, we do a lot with insurance with him but he was he was running i mean this is almost 10 years ago uh yeah. he, he was running seminars at, or you know uh, uh you know education one hour things at for you know like you mentioned nafa and you know, the national association of insurance financial advisors on linkedin and I was like, eh, well, whatever. Yeah. How, yeah. how big? I know how to do LinkedIn. You just put your name <laughs> on. You know, he's like, well, no. If you want to do it right, it has to be full time. You have to be looking at it all the time. And he's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. On, on uh, a lot of that, and I know it's been really good for him and for his uh, for his business too. So, um, locations. Let's talk a little bit about locations. You've got uh, four locations. So folks want to come and check it out. Uh, Bussy Road, where we were last month. Hard to believe it's a month already. It's over a month already, right? That. Uh, 
We were in yeah, those beautiful facilities. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. You know, come check it out. We'll give you the penny tour. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah, so we're, we're at Bussy Road in Pewaukee, technically, Waukesha. Right. Uh, we have uh, a Port Washington, um, you know, right downtown, uh, Middleton, Phoenix. Yep. Uh, also, uh, we, we, well, stay tuned. We're, yeah. uh, <laughs> we, 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 we're, we're, we're in Racine now, too. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, we haven't moved in. Okay. <laughs> we signed the lease. <laughs> you did. So, okay. Fantastic. So we're um, uh, uh, right, out, right on Highway 20 and, and um, I-94. Fantastic. Yeah. Great location, growing location. Yeah. That intersection down there, very, yeah. very busy. So yeah. Coal Investment Group, they can help you translate your goals into actionable steps, uh, build on your nest egg and consolidate your assets, transition into life's next stage the way you've always envisioned it to. And of course, uh, can't have you in here without congratulating you again, again. this year for the uh, Barron's Top 1200 Financial Advisors. Five years in a row now of all the uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, financial advisors out there. You guys make the t- Top 1200 again here in Wisconsin. So uh, proud of you well, for thank, doing that. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. You know, we work hard and it's our it's our team that, that really, you know, is... Um, uh, uh, I don't want to say responsible uh, for that, but... Um, you know, they we have we have a, a great team in place. Um, you know, just um, and they're wonderful people. Work hard for our clients, and that's what it's all about. So we do we we've, we've always felt that if we do well for our clients, we'll do fine for ourselves. We um, always talk about in quote uh, first trusts. Uh, Brian Westbury talk about <laughs> so him. Speak last week. Yes. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. He's at the he was in Milwaukee at the Harley Museum. Fantastic. Okay, yeah. so and uh, we always um, kind of hear from him, and boy, he's just loving. What's going on as an economist position, chief economist there for First Trust? He's loving what's happening in our co- economy, isn't he? He is, but it's kind of funny because I hear him and then the their CEO at First Trust. You know, they they are kind of you know apolitical. He's he kind of tears into both you know both sides, but they just they believe in the American economy, the American spirit that you know everyone was. It, it was really kind of cool because it showed a chart of GDP, you know, growth over time uh of, of the economy all the wealth created in the economy going back to you know to the 80s you know to actually to 1980 and it was kind of steady lines like oh we had reagan and one side was loving this is great free market we, we had a recession then then growth and then sure. you know the, the other side this is the absolute worst thing and then we had reagan too we had you know he well he was an actor and then we had this you know fake texan you know uh uh elitist and then we had this oh, shucks boy from arkansas and then you know who, who knows you know, huh. with the next one and then you know a socialist as president and look this line just keeps going that <laughs> no matter who's president we're gonna figure it out yeah and we're gonna kick butt as a country no matter what and i think that's that's you know that's the case so kind of everyone they kind of uh eviscerate people on both sides when they're being ridiculous so yeah but you know you 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 listen to them and to the to the people that are talking and certainly when things are going well they love to take credit for whoever is in office loves to take credit for boy the economy's just going great and we're doing this but you know you look at that and you say these tax breaks that that uh, companies have gotten to hire employees and to reduce the tax bite that they've got that's got to help yeah. Don't you think? Definitely. I think it's got to help. No, it totally helps. Yeah, I mean, a lot of companies won't be still, able to take it. In fact, until this year, you know, it happened last year, but won't get this year in the next couple of years. But uh, I think Walmart. I think I just saw a story. No one's reporting on this stuff, but um, I think it was Walmart is giving up. I don't know, so tens of millions of dollars in bonuses to 
workers in Wisconsin uh, because of the tax cuts. Yeah. That they've got more to, to spread around now, so that they're bonusing the people that work there. But uh, you don't hear the, about the, that, the do media you? spends so much time hammering Walmart for bad wages yeah. um, and, and all that, and yet, um, you know, then then they're they're giving back now, and you don't hear anything. <laughs> so I'm reading the story on um, from Westbury. The headline is "Wage Growth Steps Up," and I, I just. Uh, you know, read this and it's just percentage, percentage. And I'm thinking to myself, how do we make this sound sound good on the, oh, the radio and explain this? Numbers are really easy on the radio, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking at this saying, so how do you, how did you, why don't you just bottom line us on this whole wage growth steps up piece that he put in here um, and talk a little bit about it. What What is what is your summary of, of, of this particular newsletter he put out this week? Well, yeah, we don't need to get into all the the numbers because you know I'm not going to remember it after we tell you all yeah. the, the numbers. Just that things are improving. So he starts out says Friday's jobs report finally included what appears to be evidence of the long-awaited acceleration in wage growth. Average hourly I'm, let me some numbers here, but average hourly earnings grew 0.4 percent August, which meant they are up 2.9 percent from a year ago, the largest 12-month increase. Since the economic recovery started mid 2009, by contrast, these wages were up 2.6 percent 12 months. Pre, uh, ending in August 2017. Um, moreover, this important. This measure of wages does not include extra earnings from irregular bonuses uh, and commissions like those paid out since the tax cut was passed late last year. So all that kind of segues right into it perfectly is, you know, all these other bonuses and, and things that the companies are paying out is not included in this wage growth number. Uh, commissions are and irregular bonuses, which there's a lot of salespeople out there that's yep. not, you know, that, are in, that I know that are making a heck of a lot more money because they have a lot more in sales. They're making a lot more, but that's not included in this number. Um, we're and, and you know, you and I have talked about this in the past that um, you know in the, in the trades, right? Um, that it's. You know the, the the people are paying you know being paid sixty seventy bucks an hour to put backsplashes in or other little you know work with tiles or other things. So we we're starting to see a lot more there. Uh, you know, my you know, I've clients that are home uh, home builders and contractors, and they're having to pay people more and more and more to get them to come and yeah. to get them and to be reliable too yeah. to, to come in when they say they will and to get the job done. But there's so much work now. Uh, and so few people going into the trades uh, that they're uh, having to, or having to pay people more to do it. They're also, I think, starting to see some uh, in the jobs that quote unquote people don't want to do. Right, right, uh, right. Which don't get me started <laughs> on that. Uh, I, you know, I believe that people are inherently capitalists. That if you can get someone to do it for far cheaper, they'll do it. It's not that they don't, people don't want to. It's just right. they don't. You know, they they find people to do it cheaper. So um, I think that uh, there um, we're starting to see some growth from there too. So we're we're starting to see these people are being paid more, and it's starting to be reflected here. So you know, these, we say we have this great economic recovery, uh, but people are being paid more. Well, a lot more people are actually working. So I mean, if you get paid three percent more. That's, I mean, it, 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 that's that's less than someone getting paid. Oh, you know, quote one hundred percent. I know you can't divide by zero, whatever, but, right, right. <laughs> you know, but someone that was not earning anything to now making a salary—that's huge. 
So bottom line of the whole thing, he talks about tax cuts and deregulation have uh, turned the plow horse economy into a Kevlar economy. Yes. As he said, do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. It doesn't, you know, and if we get trade deals and reduce tariffs along with some real focus on limiting government spending, the trade, the strength of this economy could make Superman jealous. This is kind of cool um, because it's like no matter what's thrown out, Trump's doing uh, tariffs, you know, for this and this or uh, what was it? Uh, uh, I'm having a brain fart here, but some, oh, Turkey. Right. Turkish, right, right, you know, yeah. the, which is teeny, teeny, tiny. That sure know? went quiet, did it quick, didn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. All this stuff that, you know, well, oh, how's it going to affect us? Well, it's really not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's pretty amazing. Jim Bowen, the CEO of First Trust, had something up on the, the board last week. I actually have in my car. I can get it. Um, you know, that uh, talks about. You know, China and India, with like forty some percent of the world's population, they make up like eighteen percent combined of the G- global GDP. Yeah. You know, so a lot of what stuff. I mean, we still are the force. So a lot of people, with. very low production of products for the world. Yeah, compared or to the U.S. Not consuming and not you know spending a lot, and so um, and there's, there's you know not there. So we're still. You know, the, you know, we're still it. Yeah. You You think about it, a country of 300 plus million people versus 7 billion people in China and some of those other countries, the way they're growing like that. I mean, you know, it's pretty amazing that we still are a country that makes things. And uh, uh, in the short term, these tariffs, you know, aren't aren't good in some areas. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But long term, I mean, I saw something, I think it was last week that the, the EU was, you know, was finally like, okay, okay. Yeah, uncle, uncle. You yeah. know, we will have we're, we'll drop all tariffs on all imports of American cars into into EU. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, he's really getting to try to get to a free trade where okay, you know, you've been giving us the shaft yeah, <laughs> for yeah. decades. Yeah, you know, with your twenty five percent tariffs on our. I mean, China has a twenty five percent tariff on automobiles. If I know, get my numbers right, and they're. So he's saying, well, now we're, we'll, we'll, we're just doing to you what you're doing to us, but it hurts them a heck of a lot more than it hurts us, and it's getting them to drop their tariffs. And so I think it will work uh, long-term. There's be some short-term pain. We'll see if they lift the tariffs right before the midterm. Right. <laughs> but Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what else happens before the midterms also. Right. You know, who knows what else is going to – surprises are going to come out before the midterms too. So, yeah, it's, uh, interesting. it's all political. Yeah. So so interesting there too. And uh, the Dow continues to go up if you measure success in the country in that. And the S&Ps continue to grow. And, uh, you know, Dow over 26,000 and continues to grow, not at the huge pace it was. Uh, or, last you know, year. Yeah, last year. But – it uh, it continues to grow. It's just uh, it's just a, a steady growth, and um, so we'll see what happens. Quick break here, ten twenty. We're uh, talking with Aaron Cole. Got a couple things I was going to uh, talk with you about. Uh, uh, fa- fascinating uh, stories here uh, that are, have come out. Five retirement questions you must address as soon as possible, and can the Golden Girls give you the best retirement? I thought that was an interesting story. I read part of that last night. I want to talk about that a little bit uh, too. And um, you know, I just got to make one little comment. Li- the stories about. Go ahead. Oh well, we were kind of we, we like to bring articles in to talk about right. some of these issues, and I had you know, a couple ladies come in, come to me in the office like, "You got to talk about the Golden Girls. You got to talk about yeah. the Golden Girls." So yeah, we'll and, and we'll girls. give you a little hint. 
it's living with other people as you age. How does that affect you and uh, and your life and your pocketbook? We'll talk about that coming up here in just a minute. All right, contact information, Aaron. People want to get in touch with the Kowal Group. The Kowal Investment Group, yep. uh, the thekowalway.com. Uh, also, uh, phone number is 262-522-4040. Uh, also, find us on Facebook. Uh, connect with me personally and with our company on LinkedIn, and then also on Twitter at Kowal, K-O-W-A-L underscore invest. All right, quick break. Back with more with Aaron Kowal in just a minute. All right, we continue on at 1028 at WTKM. Aaron Kowal is joining us here in the studio. And uh, before we get into our uh, topics here this morning, how about some uh, contact information? Kowal is K-O-W-A-L. It's the Kowal way for the website. And the other uh, ways to reach you are how? Uh, phone number is 262-522-4040. Uh, find us on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, and on Twitter at Kowal underscore invest. All right, fantastic. So, uh, or just listen to the radio. We're on the first Tuesday of every month, usually here on WTKM. Let's talk about call in too. Call call you know call our office too. That's okay. Yes, sure, <laughs> sure. And that phone number is two six two five two two forty forty. Fantastic. All right, let's talk a little bit about this. Um, the Golden Girls. Uh, can the Golden Girls give you the best retirement? And so the story goes on to talk a little bit about the Golden Girls. It's four women living together. Uh, later in life, could living with friends lead to happier and healthier retirement? Could it help solve many of the financial woes facing baby boomers and Gen Xers who haven't saved enough for retirement? One might argue that the Golden Girls hold the key to a happier and healthier retirement. And it talks a little bit about the Golden Girls there, too. And it says Rose and Sophia and Blanche were all widows and Dorothy was a divorcee. And it says, uh, if you want to have a happier retirement, consider a living arrangement similar to the Golden Girls. You could be surrounded by friends, save money, and enjoy late-night cheesecake. So what is the gist, kind of the gist of the whole story here? You're never lonely when you have a bunch of friends around, but you know maybe you don't want people hanging around the house for four people and living in the uh, same house i don't know i don't know i you know i, I might go nuts but um <laughs> no well you know i already live in a house full of girls so uh, <laughs> my dog is but um so this is this is really an interesting an interesting take and it makes some really good points i see my clients as, as their clients my clients are getting you know uh, seasoned uh, more seasoned um you know we, we're, we're starting to see uh them have to make decisions on where they're going to go and you know, what they're going to do and generally you know human beings are social people mm-hmm. they're social creatures they're not like the lone wolf you know but i mean think but wolves are live in packs you know right. it's not they're not on their own and i don't think it's meant you're meant to be necessarily when you're uh, older too so you know the, the article you know says numerous studies have shown that loneliness can have negative effects on your health in retirement. Similar research also has also indicated that loneliness is a risk factor for all kinds of diseases from cardiovascular ailments to Alzheimer's to strokes and even diabetes. Um, fortunately, there are a variety of ways for today's aging population to combat this problem. So I have clients uh, and family, I mean, you know, you know too, that, um, you know, well, I'll give a personal example. My, I don't know if they're going to be happy with this. I'm sure it's not, but... You know, my mother-in-law, you know, had, they moved her mom to, she was living in an apartment by herself and has for decades, mm-hmm. um, and moved to a community and her whole life changed, her whole attitude changed. And she's like a new, 
person. So I just because she's around other people. She's around other people, yeah. you know. There's always like some of the petty, you know. Oh, they're taking my pen, or they yeah, took my, right, right, you know, right. whatever. Some of that stuff that may or may not, you know, be true. Um, you know, but I think that it's still it helps with your it keeps your brain active. It helps you be more interesting and live longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. Um, and, and, you know, it's good. They, they like this. The author's uh, the article says, similar to my grandmother-in-law, the Golden Girls also had a support group. Uh, they had each other to rely on when times were hard. Perhaps living like my grandmother-in-law uh, or, or the, the Golden Girls won't solve all of your problems, but it could help uh, reduce potential health risks re- resulting from loneliness during your retirement years. Uh, okay, so the, 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 it makes a financial point here, too, that living alone is expensive. Uh, just thinking ahead for myself, my basic bills will be roughly the same whether I live alone or have a full house. If I had my own Blanche, Dorothy, Rose, and Sophia living with me, my gas and electric bills would increase. Uh, however, my property taxes, mortgage, Netflix, cable, and internet would still cost the same. Although, no, Netflix, you have to pay probably like $3 more a month to get on four screens at the same time <laughs> instead of just two. Um, think of how much more money you would have if you could split all of your bills four ways. Granted, not everything would be perfect. You could have to put up with the Rose's moronic saint olaf stories or the incessant creaking of blanche's bed uh, i'll save the conversation about having your mother live with you for another time um you know keeping you out of shady pines remember how wasn't that in up wasn't that the uh retirement home that's coming to like, kidnap him with, <laughs> yeah, shady, shady acres or something shady like acres, that shady yeah. acres where they're you know muscling him in or you know to get out Remember how much Sophia hated the nursing home she lived in after her stroke? Living with others may may just help you avoid situations like that. You may end up happier and healthier, which is the best case scenario. You might also receive cash from your roommates, which could be used to pay for extra care around the house. That care may have been cost prohibitive if you lived alone. Um, you may also have peace of mind knowing that someone will hear if you yell, Help! I've fallen and I can't get up! Who else remembers those commercials from the 80s and 90s? Yeah. I think they're still going on. They're to be still honest. going on. I'm yeah. sure. Yes, I know. I've seen them. Um, those without children tend to be extra concerned about how they will be cared for in their golden years. Throughout the Golden Girls series, viewers watched the four women come to rescue one, uh, come to the rescue of one another when a health crisis arose. Uh, we're going through this because I mean, it's putting it a lot better than I can, you know, put it. You know, all of these face some type of health crisis at some point during the show's run. It's time like those when people often underestimate having someone they can count on to be there for them. So that, that, that that's good. I mean, you know, if whether it's picking up medication, taking to appointments, be just being there. It's, I mean, I yeah. know sometimes, well, a lot of times, just talking through something can relieve you know relieve some stress. So having yeah. somebody there if you're worried about it, you know, to talk about it, unless that person is the one causing you the stress. That's right. <laughs> what about those who are not ready to have um, to have roommates? Not everyone wants to. To, to, to do that. So uh, consider joining a community group or some type of activity geared towards senior adults. If having roommates isn't a possibility or you just don't want people in your grill. Uh, for uh, My maternal grandfather was near death until he moved into a senior facility. Once there, his health and quality of life drastically improved. He also had more years of dancing and dating. He literally danced into his 90s until the time of his death. If you're concerned about how um, you, how you will fill your days once you retire or how you will afford to stay in your home once you don't have a paycheck, consider creating a Golden Girls version of yourself. Uh, you probably won't even have to move to Miami. People are doing this type of thing across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, um, you know, it's it's pretty, 
pretty interesting. But then you know, my wife and I were watching a Seinfeld last night. We're going, working our way through all of them, and then you know his parents live in this community. And they just fight with everyone. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I, I, that, that I think is a little uh, extreme example. I think the Golden Girls are more realistic in that you know you're, you're I think you're healthier, you're more interesting. You have there people there to help. Um, you know, there's a support system, you know, in place. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's kind of it's like similar to young mothers sure uh, you know like my wife is you know happier when she has more you know people like when we when she had our first uh when, when she had leah our first baby she was much happier when she started getting involved in you know, in, you know we live in watertown uh mm-hmm. watertown newcomers and neighbors club so sure. they're all young moms mm-hmm. that are in the group and uh, so other people they're doing kind of in the same you know situation. So it, it was really good for her, and it, so I think just whatever you know, finding other people that are like yourself uh, can help, and I think that'll help help make better decisions from a financial point of view. Help uh, you know with with cost sharing you know, yep. in some respects, and, and I think will be uh, you know can be um, you know just just a really really good way to go, and and just my clients um that i've seen uh i was too young for family members you know for, mm-hmm. for to really know what's going on with you know with family members with that when when they're going through all that but for my clients that i that i see they all i can't think of a negative off the top of my head had, had positive experience taking a parent that was on their own right. in, in and being not being placed but when the parent moved to uh, a community and just around other people, they really seem to do uh, you know, a lot better. And I think one of the things that's really important, and I've been in this, in this situation for probably almost 10 years now, um, when you move somebody into a facility someplace and do something like that, it's super important that you go in there as a son or a daughter or a caretaker for somebody that's um, ready to move into one of those care facilities. And you tour a lot of them and look at them and find out what, the, what they call engagement in the, in the um, CBRS, Community-Based Reti- Retirement Facility. It's important that you go into those facilities and you look and see what kind of engagement they do. Are they taking the people out in the bus? Yeah. Are they taking them into a brewer's game? Are they taking them fishing off a pier someplace on a nice day? Are they doing that kind of engagement with people? Because it makes a huge difference. You know, it makes a huge difference for people when they all, you know, especially if you're in a group of these kind of people say, hey, we're, it's really exciting. We're going to go to such and such today and we're going to do this. You know, we're going to go and we're going to listen to music or we're going to go to the mall or whatever. Yeah. You know, and do those kinds of things, right? Don't you think? Yes, that's that's yeah. you know that's huge. I think that um, a lot of that has changed over the last twenty years, uh, maybe more, maybe since like the nineties, the eighties, where they didn't do anything like that. They, but but we didn't know. People right. didn't know that that was good. I mean, I remember going in. You know, I was in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts every year, and my my daughter now is doing that too in, in Girl Scouts, going every year and seeing Christmas carols and going in good. and you know trying to engage. You know that way, um, and I, you know that that is, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but some of these like community based and, and really doing things like I know like I have clients that are like Cedar Ridge, mm-hmm. that they do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they're you know active in their nineties and you know and, and and doing out about doing all kinds of things. Sure. So you know, so I mean, that's just that's just huge, and I think um, can help you financially too. Just because uh prevent i think a lot of health 
I think can, right. pre- can prevent a lot of health stuff because I think a lot of ne- if you have a lot of negative energy, ne- negative um, things in your head can cause can manifest in physical illnesses. So what's the bottom line? Bottom line is on the Golden Girls whole story that we just read out of Forbes dot uh, com by David Ray, personal finance writer. There, what's what's in your opinion? What's the bottom line of that? Can it work? Yeah, bottom line is talk to your family. Yeah, have a conversation. Th- these are never. Uh, people never really are like, "Ooh, I can't wait to talk about going to a retirement right, facility." Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, the nursing home. You know, I mean, I have a client that was, I think she was like 60, 62, mm-hmm. went into to a place and was like, f- figured it's like, well, I'm fine now. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be fine for a while. Uh, if anything, she probably went too early, mm-hmm. and was um. I was like, if I ever fall, you know, I, I'll I'll go. I already know everybody. I'll have I'll be in assisted living here, and then if I need nursing home, I'll, they have a nursing home right there. So you can kind of go through sure. all the phases there, and, and so. But it's just important. Um, and if you have, we found that it is almost always um, the oldest daughter that kind of takes yep. the lead on yep. this. So really engage that daughter and um if you don't want if you you know if you don't feel comfortable or, or whatever talking about with the son if you're not you know involved in that stuff i mean a lot of times you know, it's, it's the oldest daughter or find a, a child that that knows what's going on and then have something have something written too because um they might you know you might have uh, unfortunately there might be you know siblings or children that are like well no, no don't put them in there you just take care of them right, someone, right, someone should right. take care of them i can't you yeah. should or they're gonna waste that's wasting my inheritance. You better not do that. That's right. And then there's a lawsuit. So yeah. it needs to be the wishes need to be communicated, documented, right, and you know, in in writing, so that everyone knows what's what's going on. It has to be documented so that there's no dispute later, and that anything that comes up. I mean, you know, sometimes there's always gonna be some. There could always be some drama. You know. Um, uh, 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 I'm, I'm talking in the country. There will be some <laughs> drama on sure. this that it needs to be addressed. That if it, if if it is addressed appropriately, it's not going to drag out and be this huge long thing that's going to destroy everything. Yeah, and don't be um, and and don't be like um, Aretha that has is worth eighty million dollars with a special needs child that doesn't have a will. You know, put that together. Take your time. Take some time and put your will of what's uh, the most important uh, to you. Um, in your life as you age and uh, share that information with somebody. It's no different than telling somebody, hey, I believe in this and I believe in that and and uh, here's what I want to do and here's what uh, I think would be fun to do and have that. So have that all put together. Quick break here. After the break, we're going to talk about five retirement questions you must address as soon as possible. We'll talk about those. Uh, another great article coming up. Aaron Kowal was with us um, from uh, Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, thekowalway.com is the website and any, any other ways to get in touch with you. you oh, prefer? yes. Uh, 262-522-4040. Also on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we don't have Instagram yet, but uh, <laughs> but on LinkedIn as well. All right. Take a quick break, and we're back with uh, Aaron Kowal and more in just a minute on WTKM. And we continue on the program here. Aaron Cole is our guest here at WTKM. We uh, get together with Aaron uh, first Tuesday of every uh, month. And uh, this is uh, actually the second Tuesday with the uh, holiday in there. So it's uh, pleased to have him uh, joining us here. TheKowalWay.com and also the phone number 262-522-4040. Again, 
404 locations in Waukesha, Port Washington, Madison, Phoenix, and all five locations now. And uh, the new one in Racine. Coming. Coming in Racine. Coming, coming to Racine. All right. Uh, we're hoping, you know, have to have some work done there, so hoping for November 1. All right. Fantastic. So keep us updated on that. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about this article we uh, talked about going into the break. We teased uh, five retirement questions you must address as soon as possible. So when you're planning on retiring, uh, asking questions, others, uh, this question during financial wellness workshops, webinars, uh, coaching sessions. Most people have at least a ballpark idea when they uh, like to achieve a financial state, uh, state of financial freedom, they able to stop working and transition into another season of life. So um, some of the questions uh, that folks uh, need to ask and be thinking about, they are what? All right. Um, question number one. Question number one. You know, a lot of times in life we want... We don't want to just be worrying about, you know, where we were or what we're you know doing, but we want to. Um, I think a very successful retirement can be if you retire to something instead of just from something. Okay. Uh, a lot of people we talk to, uh, we you know we, we, we talk about you know, the article mentions that they want to retire yesterday, today, or tomorrow. Right. We, we you know in my office, well, I talk about you want to be in KMA status, you know. Yeah, uh, kiss yeah. my assets. Yeah, right. And yeah. Uh, status, and you know, so you know, talks. You know, so one of the questions is, what do you look forward to the most during in during retirement? You know, and if you, if the question, if the answer is like, well, I don't know, I just don't want to work anymore. Yeah, I'll encourage them to find something or to keep working. Right. Because uh, we find people that retired some to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do this in business. If we're stop doing business with somebody or whatever, we want to go to, to something better instead of just nah, I don't like them. Right. You know, with retirement, we want you to have goals. Have, hmm. you know, where do you plan on living? What do you plan on doing? Who do you plan on hanging out with? Are you going to volunteer? Are you going to be interested, involved? And so we find that those people um, have a, um, a, a, a much more uh, mental. I don't want to say stability, but mental acuity, mental, uh, uh, keep their mental faculties a lot longer than people that just shut themselves off from the world. There's a right. great book. I, uh, uh, I believe it's geared for people looking for retirement, uh, the new retirementality. I know we you know, use a lot of things, but I think it's by Mitch Anthony that it just talks about you, that. Uh, and I, we had him speak for financial planning association, I don't know, five, six years ago, uh, where he talks about retirement's a new thing. I mean, mm-hmm. 100 years ago, people didn't retire. Yeah. Right? I mean, in the whole of human history, right. probably thousands of years humans have been around. Mm-hmm. You didn't retire. You, you, a lot of times you physically couldn't work. It was your vocation. It's what you're called to do. If you were a blacksmith, a weaver, a tailor, you know, whatever. Right from, the, right from the farm, right to the care facility. Yes, yeah. So yeah. like you nursing home back in those days they call them nursing know? homes, yeah. or you died, right, you know, right. um, or your family took care of you. So yeah. now, but now the retirement you know, with Social Security and this, there's a expectation of a retirement. So you know, we got to figure out something that you want to do, and I think can lead to a much happier retirement. So next question is, you know, how long will your retirement last? You know, we I joke with my clients who say. You know, my, well, my dad will say, what happens if you screw up and live a long time? And I say that we have, my answer is that, well, we do have our Sicilian actuarial department that can help you decide how long you're going to live in retirement. No, so I'm sorry for any Sicilians that are listening. I did have a client in my bristle at me once, and he's like, hey, I'm Sicilian. Uh, question is, you know, is simply a pure assumption of how long you plan on living. It, it, you know, no one knows, it's, but it isn't always the easiest question to address. But the reality is that life expectancy plays a major role in our retirement planning projections. 
the longer we live, the greater the cost for retirement. So in our office, what we generally do is we plan that you're going to screw up and that you're going to live a long time. Uh, so we want to say, let's. What happens? How how do we do that? How do we help finance this? You know, this thing. Do you have enough to be engaged, be an interesting person, and be able to finance it as well? How's this for a statistic? The average couple retiring at age 65 has a greater than 50% chance that one person will live beyond 90. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that was unheard of 50 years ago. People yeah. died at age 60, 65. I mean, hardening the arteries years ago. Now the advances in medica- medic- medications and care and so forth. People live in long they, times. They're know? living, And that rate is increasing. Um, Dave, if you, when they um, started Social Security, I mean, which... There are a lot of people alive now that were you know, born when you know, they're already around when Social Security was it was a it became it sure. became a thing. Uh, life expectancy was sixty two. Okay. You couldn't get Social Security till you're sixty five, hmm. so yeah. they actually didn't expect you to get it. And, which is here's the thing. I have one more point to make about that. Okay. Uh, two more actually. Um, the first person it was probably one of the greatest investments ever made. Uh, she paid in for just a month or two. The first person to get Social Security, she lived till like she was 104. So wow. she paid in a tiny bit, and she lived till till 104. That's the first person to I think to, to take Social Security. I think it was 104. Um, and then you know, second, they they should have indexed Social Security to age. So if they indexed it to life expectancy, it'd be like 85 before right, you can right. get Social Security now, which is not ideal. But and, I, and I'm not suggesting that's a solution. Um, so the first question was, what do you look forward to most during retirement? Second question is, how long will your retirement last? Next question is, how much will retirement cost? Best approach is to start anticipating whether you plan on simply trying to maintain your existing standard of living or not. For anyone within five years of retirement, an actual budget plan for retirement becomes more important. Here's this is this is a in my experience, if not the most important, it's one of the top couple you know, uh, issues that. Uh, my clients face like we you know there are clients that i know that uh and even family that you know they may not have tons right they may not have millions and millions of dollars but got a few hundred thousand dollars yeah they'll never run out because they spend you know they spend you know, a couple thousand a month you know i mean we have i've had we had someone come in and come in years ago that they had I don't know, seven eight nine million something like that mm-hmm. and we weren't able to work with them because our, we, they were 62. We projected they were going to run out of money when they were 70 because they wanted to spend $125,000 a month. Mm. It's like you, you're you not, you yeah. know, live, you don't have the money to maintain that lifestyle. So um, you got to figure out how much it costs, what's reasonable, uh, and then go from there. Uh, next question is how much will you need to save to reach your retirement goals? So in order to replace about 80% of your pre retirement income, most financial experts suggest you'll generally need to save about 10 to 20% of your income throughout your working year. So you, ju- you got to be disciplined. I found. Uh, and this is advice that my dad gave me when I was in high school. You got to do it automatically so that you don't have your hands on it, so that you don't have to like write a check manually or click a, even click a button manually that you set it up with the bank that okay or with your four hundred one k provider that okay ten percent or you know a thousand dollars a month or whatever it automatically comes out goes right deposit into, into retirement. Uh, and then the the last question is. Um, how much of your retirement nest egg can you afford to spend each year? So we, we conventional wisdom among financial planners often rely, and I'm not a big fan of conventional wisdom, relies on a safe withdrawal rate of 4% a year. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, 
tune in next month for why I'm not. No, okay. <laughs> it, it needs to be dynamic. Right. There's every done, person's different. Right. There's studies done to show that for uh, with a withdrawal rate of if someone takes four percent of their ret- uh, 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 net worth at retirement, if they just do the, that four percent withdrawal rate, um, they have a 67 percent chance of doubling their assets in retirement okay so that's you know it is safe but a lot of people i know especially baby boomers mm-hmm. they're like my kids are fine they don't need this i want to i want this money for me right so, which is fine and so they they want to spend it down they don't want to double their money in retirement and so uh it has to be dynamic okay this you know so it has to be some pro- allowance for uh higher spending years or or whatever so Fantastic. All right. Great to see you again. Thanks for uh, coming in, chatting with us uh, this morning. Website is thecoalway.com. Work with folks at or near retirement who've accumulated at least $750,000 in retirement assets. How do we get in touch with you uh, now at your various locations? 262-522-4040. Find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, uh, with me personally and our company, and then on Twitter, at Kowal, K-O-W-A-L, at Kowal underscore invest, and then, of course, www.thekowalway.com. All right, sounds good. We will be back in touch. We'll see you on the, uh, looks like the 2nd of October, get together with you again. 9th. 9th. 9th of That's October. That's right, 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 9th of October, okay. Yes. All right. I'll sounds... be learning stuff Oh, the you will. yes. <laughs> All right, good to talk to you. Have a great day, and uh, enjoy Thanks, life with those three girls. Oh, Take care I am. of them. I am, thank All you. All right. Aaron Kowal's Visit Today is a paid presentation of Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. The information and opinions expressed are solely those of the advertiser and not of WTKM, its management, or employees. 